everyone. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday. It is January 7th. It is 2020. 2020. We got six NBA games to talk about here on today's slate, and I'm joined by my good buddy, Blenderhead. How are you doing, Jordan Cooper? Good, good. And my wife is doing really well. I mean, I, I think I see, uh, I'm not sure. I, I can't tell who it is. But if they're on top of a GPP, maybe maybe it's indeed my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my wife. Is it's, not, learn how to... it's not. not. Should I should I even joke about that? Should I? I don't. I don't. I, it. I, it maybe it is on Fanduel. You could close my Fanduel account. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, you're gonna get an email. So. <laughs> so yes. Um, all joking aside, ready to get started here. Lots to talk about here on this slate. Some interesting news, uh, you know, and, you know, not even the news. Like, we have a game with, you know, two teams playing on a back-to-back. We do have some interesting games. So, a lot to cover here. Uh, we're going to jump right in. We get started here with Portland at Toronto. No total in this game. C.J. McCollum is why he's questionable. Scalabastier, Hood, and and Zach Collins are all out. On the Toronto side of things, Marcus All is out. Powell is doubtful. Van Vliet is out, and Siakam is out. Um, so, a lot of team, a lot of people out here, and a lot of people down. Obviously, you know, on the Portland side, it's really going to depend on C.J. McCollum. Let's start here with Portland. What are we looking at? Well, I mean, if if McCollum is in. I mean, Portland is Portland, right? I mean, you got the, the normal suspects, Lillard, McCollum, uh, Anthony, uh, Whiteside, obviously. I think uh, if McCollum is fully healthy, I think 6700 on DraftKings, I think that's a, that's a, that's a good price. I, I don't mind that at all. I think everyone else is fairly efficiently priced, so I have no problem with it. The thing is, is that if McCollum is out, like, I don't mind playing any of these people. I mean, like, we saw in the last game that Simons actually outproduced Bazemore. Trent Jr. started and didn't really do anything. So, uh, and, and you got some, some Hazonia and Tolliver minutes at min price. So, I think if McCollum's out, like, I'm not sure if Lillard is a priority. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll take a look at the guard position throughout the course of the slate. But, like, I have no problem using, like, the – the cheaper value plays, especially against the Toronto team. Like if I'm stacking this game, uh, I'm going to like options on the other side with Van Vliet out. Yeah. You know, Lillard obviously had a big game the other night against Miami uh, with McCollum out, put up 62 fantasy points, had a really strong game. So, you know, obviously he's, he's an option. Whiteside's interesting here as well. Um, if we get news that McCollum's not going to play, but you know, Mello, and then, like you said, I think um, Simmons is a guy at 4,200 um, that he, he played 34 minutes. And like and like you said, he outproduced Bazemore at double-digit shot attempts, shot the ball well, um, shot 53%. You know, you can't expect that every game. But at 4,200, I, I think he's definitely worth a look. Um, and, and Gary Trent Jr., I'll pass. Um, no interest on him whatsoever. On the Toronto side of things, you know, Kyle Lowry with Van Vliet, doubtful here, or out and Powell, doubtful. Like, Lowry's going to play 40 minutes in this game. And even though he's 8,700, he has a massive ceiling with really high upside here. 
or floor, really high floor. Right. I mean, his floor is ridiculous. I mean, that's why on this side of the game, like I, I'll choose Lowry over Lillard. Uh, the thing is, is that what is this lineup going to look like? So, I mean, if Powell doesn't play, I mean, are we looking at a lineup that is what? Uh, Lowry, Davis, Ananobi, RHJ, Abaka? Does that sound right? I mean, because I'm McCall. looking at the rest of their – I mean, it'd be, McCall, it'd yeah, be McCaw's in the mix there. Lowry, McCall, so think, OG, Rondé, Hollis, Jefferson, Abaka. Okay, so – do you think Davis pretty much plays kind of like the minutes that Lowry isn't on the court as well as shares some time that McCaw doesn't play? Like, I, they, this team may have like eight bodies, right? This, this team may essentially be, what, Lowry, Ibaka, Ananobi, Davis, RHJ, McCaw, Boucher, and Miller? I mean, <laughs> so I'm looking at the Toronto side going, like, if they're going to score 100 points, it has to come from somewhere. And outside of Arena Baca, everyone is fairly cheap. So, like, you could play Ananobi. You could play RHJ. You could play – I mean, someone has to shoot the ball. So, uh, I don't know which bunch. I'm, I'm more inclined to go towards, like, an RHJ because at least he has, like, usage, like, more so than a McCaw. But Ananobi could easily – with between – like, because Ananobi could play, like, the, all the wing positions and power forward. So, like, he could play 36 minutes in this. He gets blocked, steals. He gets, you know, peripherals across the board. Like, I don't mind playing him. I could easily see in cash games playing playing three Raptors. No problem. Yeah. yeah it's just they're going to – these guys are going to play so many minutes. You know, RHJ, um, OG. These guys, like – I think Rodney Hollis-Jefferson starts for Van Fleet. And they just kind of move everybody down. Um, like OG will start at the three. Ronnie Hollis Jefferson will start at the four. I could be wrong. You know, we'll we'll have to kind of see. Terrence Davis might draw the start. Um, they have Stanley Johnson too. He might draw a start, even though he, you know, not a guy that typically plays a ton of minutes. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what this lineup looks like and who the second unit usage is going to be. Um, you know, we saw the other night Van Vliet get hurt really late in that game, so we don't have really any sample whatsoever to go off of. Um, so, yeah, I, I think when you're looking at Toronto, two to three of these guys for sure, um, you're going to be using a lot of these guys. Van Vliet plays 35 to 40 minutes a night. Like, that's a ton. So, And, um, and he yeah. handles the ball and he shoots the ball. So, I mean, all of that is disappearing hearing and gonna go to other people yeah and, and like oh, man toronto's is gonna be the team we're gonna end up loading up on them on this slate it's just there's no there's there's a couple good options on the slate as far as teams and this is one of those teams so um yeah let's move on we got detroit at cleveland 215 total detroit favored by three in this game blake griffin jackson canard morris all still out um on the cleveland side of things tristan thompson's questionable larry nance is out and porter is out uh this game could free up some value here but um i think we have to consider andre drummond one of the top plays on this slate yeah but i think that that the problem we're going to find is that like from a from a positional standpoint, we may not want to necessarily spend up at center. Like I would love to play if McCollum's out. I would love to play Lillard, Lowry, and Drummond, but I just don't think he could do it. 
So, so really, it comes down to like what value comes out tomorrow, and if we can fit Drummond, let's fit Drummond in. But outside of that, like I'm looking at guys like like if, if Griffin's done for the year, I mean he's thinking about getting what knee surgery. Like, he go uh, like thirty to thirty-five minutes. And I want to take out his last game because it was up against the Lakers and Anthony Davis. So I kind of want to discount his 16-point performance there. But at 4,600, you know, he's the type of guy that's close to a fantasy point per minute. And Cleveland is – I'm not scared of Cleveland. That they're, they're a cakewalk. So, like, I'm looking at Demboya. I'm looking at, like, I don't mind Bruce Brown. I don't mind Derrick Rose and GPPs. You know, even even Tim Frazier, depending on if you how many minutes you think he gets. So, like, I, I I see cheapies in here that even if you don't play Drummond, I still think you could play one of one of the Pistons guys. Yeah, Demboya, man, forty six hundred, <laughs> probably gonna play thirty plus minutes in this game. Um, it, it, it's just, you know, when you're looking at Detroit, obviously, like you mentioned, Bruce Brown. You know. What, Christian Wood is always a guy that I want to get minutes, but I'd rather take the discount on Demboya at this point um, because Christian Wood just continues to disappoint. Um, But, yeah, Derrick Rose is a guy that's kind of interesting here as well. Um, It's just you need him to get that 30-minute mark. You know, he's going to take the shots. The shot attempts are going to be there. He just needs to to play the minutes. Um, This game being, you know, projected in Vegas close, too, is interesting. So – you know, on the Cleveland side of things, you know, Kevin Love is expected to be back here. It was just kind of a rest situation. But, like, it really is going to depend on Tristan Thompson here. Like, Nance is already ruled out. So, if Tristan Thompson sits too, like, we're going to have some really solid value on the Cleveland side of things. Yeah, but do you really think – do you think Kevin Love is, is going to play in the game for the Cavaliers? Did you see what he did with Colin Sexton? Yeah, I mean, like – he threw a fit. He got fined. And, like, I think – I know that they said that he was out for, quote, rest. But, I mean, like, I wouldn't be completely shocked if by the, you know, 5.30 report tomorrow we find out that Love is, is quote, resting again. So, like, I'm, I'm entering this going, like, if Love and if, – if Love is out, like, I don't mind playing Thompson at 6,100 if he does play. And if they're both out, then I don't mind playing any. I, Osmond, Sexton, Garland, and then any of the, either of the two centers. Right, you can play Jijic or Henson. Porter's out. So, like, I like the fact that they wait. They just wave McKinney. So, McKinney's gone. So, if McKinney's gone and Porter's out, like, Osmond's going to have to play, what, 35 minutes, right? Yeah, I'm assuming if... Loves out, like loves out, and then you have all those minutes at the three and four. Like the, the Osmond's gonna have to play. They have all these guards. I mean, there's not, and Brandon Knight ain't playing that position. So, like, I think that to me, this is the most fluid situation on the slate, only because Kevin Love's usage being gone matters. Because if Kevin Love plays, yeah, you can play him at seventy five hundred. That's no big deal. But I just after his his, his outburst the other night, the other the night like I I would not I would not be shocked if he sits yeah um <laughs> the emotional verbal outburst <laughs> well, I don't know I, I think love is uh, I think Kevin Love wants out of Cleveland and nobody wants Kevin Love because he can't stay healthy so 
Well, it would be an interesting situation. It's a 7 o'clock game, so we'll be able to kind of, you know, monitor it. But, um, you know, we'll have to see what Tristan Thompson news. But Zizek, Henson, um, Dante Exum might have to play, you know, 25-plus minutes in this game. He's 4,300. Well, you think he's, he's another... going to shoot like, like like 20 for 20 and like he did the last game? I mean, he's got like, like 80% come on, really? or something, right? Like, right. I mean, crazy. are you going to chase that? I mean, I'd rather just play Garland for 4,800 at that point. Yeah, you know, I, I'd rather play Sexton. He's going to get all the usage. Um, and now he has something to prove, right? Like, you know, Kevin Love went Yeah, out. but he didn't prove it last game. I played him last game. He got, like, near, not even 30. All right, uh, moving on here. We got OKC at Brooklyn, 217 total here. Um, OKC favored by two in this game. Both these teams on a back-to-back. Um, Levert sat out um, the front end of the back-to-back, but he's expected to play in this game. Um, we'll kind of have to see minutes-wise. Um, Noel was out on Monday with a sprained ankle. We'll have to see if he's going to be able to play. I did not see any injury news come out of this game for or for either team. So um, let's start here with the Thunder. Anything standing out to you here for the Thunder? I think if Noel's out, you could play. I think people are sleeping on Stephen Adams. He's been playing 30-plus. He's been getting double-doubles. So, I mean, it's not like they could play small against Jared Allen and DeAndre Jordan. So, I mean, yeah, Mescal is going to get minutes, but not as many. Not I mean, Adams is probably going to play 32 to 35 minutes and 5,600. I don't mind that whatsoever. But outside of him, like, this is, to me, this is the least appealing – this is one of the two least appealing game environments on the slate because if Levert is back, like, that ruins all the Nets. About, that, I don't want to play anyone on the Nets anymore. So, like, from a Cardinal standpoint, like, is Chris Paul worth a guard spot when we have, like, Lillard and Lowry and guys from the other games? Is, is SGA or Schroeder or Gallinari? No. I mean, they're like, mm, okay, I guess. But I'm expecting this game total to be fairly low. So, if anything, I'm just going to, like, 6,600. If Steven Adams could get a nice 15 and 12 type of game for 6,600 and get me, like, 38 fantasy points, like, that ain't bad. Yeah, Adams, Paul, Schroeder, SGA, they all played at least 32 minutes on Monday. Uh, And then nobody else – or Gallinari played 29, but nobody else played over, like, 21 minutes, so – it was really spread out after the four or five main pieces here for the, you know, for the Thunder. So, Stephen Adams against Brooklyn stands out. Dennis Schroeder playing 37 minutes on Monday. Like, if he gets that type of run um, here against Brooklyn, like, he's obviously really interesting. But I, I do like this spot for Stephen Adams if we're going to try to, you know, save a little money here at center. Um, on the Brooklyn side of things, like, obviously Levert, Probably not going to be back to full minutes here yet. Um, played 15 in his minutes or in his return. Brooklyn's just not playing anybody really uh, a ton of minutes here. Like, I think Joe Harris led the team against the Magic on Monday with, like, 31 minutes. Um, but nobody else played over 30 minutes in that game. So, it's just there's so many question marks here with Brooklyn at this point that they're a team that I'm not really excited to play anybody from. Yeah, I mean, with Levert back, I mean, that makes everyone overpriced. And they, they're they going to play, like, an 11-man rotation. So, like, good luck predicting who's going to do well. But, like, I don't want to play Dinwiddie. I don't want to play Levert on a minutes limit. 
Harris is overpriced at 5,100. Temple is going to go back to his normal role as just being a three-point shooter. He's not going to have the second unit ball handling duties anymore. Wilson Chandler is Wilson Chandler. Theo Pinson goes back to barely playing. Karuks and Musa. I mean, look look how many people they got here. I mean, and then, he, then at the center minutes are split pretty much down the middle. So Allen and DeAndre Jordan are like, okay, sure, I guess. So, like, it, it's quite possible tomorrow or today, depending on how we, we act as if this is the morning, because we recorded the night before. Uh, it's quite likely that I have zero nets in my player pool for GPP. Yeah, and the only thing that would change that is if somebody get ruled if somebody gets ruled out for the second half of the back to back. Like DeAndre Jordan is out, then we can play Jared Allen. Like you know. Um, moving on, we got Minnesota at Memphis. No total in this one. Waiting on news for Carl Anthony Towns. He's questionable. Layman's still out. Memphis is good to go. Um, let's start here with Minnesota. You know, it, it really depends on Carl Anthony Towns or not. Like, if he's going to play, if he's not going to play, how many minutes is he going to play if he plays? What are we looking at here for Minnesota? Do you think Carl Anthony Towns plays again this season? Because Carl Anthony Towns went to went to, from one of those players where this guy does not sit for anything. Like, we, we, we came to, like, if he's questionable last year, it's like, no, that means he's playing because he's so, he so rarely sits. And now apparently did just – Always questionable and never plays. So, like, I'm, I'm just, enter, I'm entering every slate assuming he's not playing. I'm just, there's not until proven otherwise. He's 10-8. So it's not like if I knew he was playing, he's that dramatic. He's that steal anyway. It's just that his usage would affect everyone else. So if Towns is in, I want nothing to do with any of the wolves. But if he's out, it's not like they're dramatic deals anyway. Like, the problem with Gorgie Jeng is that you never know how many minutes he's going to play. And how productive he'll be. He can play 20, like the other day, he played like 26 minutes and put up 57 fantasy points. Yeah, it could happen. Wiggins at 6,900, if Towns is out, I like him the best, but we've seen plenty of times where he just disappears. Like he just all of a sudden, it's like, okay, I'm just going to stay on the side and let other people do everything. So like, if anyone I'm going to play, it's probably going to be like a Napier or a Wiggins if Towns is out. But like, I'm rushing to play these guys. I think they're fine. But other than that, like, I can't trust Culver. I can't trust Teague off the bench. I can't trust any of these other – Martins and Reeds and Kojis and, and Trevion Graham if he's playing. So, like, to me, even if Towns is out, they're not the, – I mean, they're not values. But I think Wiggins and Napier have ceilings of 40-plus points. And then – Yeah, they, you know, this game screams super fast shootout. Like, it's two of the fastest paced teams in the NBA. Memphis plays at the third fastest pace. Minnesota plays at the fourth fastest pace. Like, this game just screams absolutely fast paced. Not a lot of defense. Um, you know, like, both bottom half in the league and defense. Like, the screams, this game screams like, a lot of fantasy goodness. It's just figuring out where it's going to come from. Wiggins, you know, Napier, like you said, those two guys are probably your safest options. Gorgie Dang could easily have a monster game, um, you know, with a fast-paced game. Maybe he picks up an extra couple blocks here. We've seen him put up 50-plus fantasy points already this season. So, 
I hate the price point on Gorgie Dang, but I do think he has a ceiling. And, you know, if Covington gets hot from the three-point line, like he has a, you know, a little bit of a ceiling, but he's so scoring dependent. I just hate to play him. So I'm a little bit more interested on the Memphis side of things here. Um, I think this is a really, really good spot for Morant. Um, I think this is a good spot for Triple J. Valanciunas, if he was going to play big minutes in this game, he would crush. But, you know, we can never trust the minutes with Valanciunas. Yeah, but can't we say the same thing about the Grizzlies that we just said about the Wolves? Like, they could play all these guys 30 minutes. I mean, they could play all these guys 28 to 30 minutes, and who knows? I mean, Solomon Hill plays 20. Kyle Anderson plays some. Melton splits minutes down the middle with Morant. Crowder, Brooks. I mean, you don't know. I mean, yes, the game environment is great, but, I mean, you could, there's 11 guys that play on each side. So it really comes down to who do you want to take a shot on. I, 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 I'm going that someone – one two players this game hit ceilings. Me, so if you want to take a shot, but I, I'm not going to tell you which one. It's I don't, I, who knows, right? It could be Triple J. It could be Dylan Brooks for all we know. Hey, Triple J could get into foul trouble, and Brandon Clark puts up a ceiling game. Melton comes in, and he gets hot off the bench, and Morant sits, and now Melton at 3,700 has 30 points. I mean. I mean, we don't know. So I think this this makes for a great, like, GPP one-off-ish type of game where you want to take shots here and there. No matter if you're building 100 lineups, 20 lineups, you're building one lineup. But I, like, I, I'm, I can't trust this game on either side where I want to plug anyone in for, like, cash games or anything. No, this is purely tournaments, I, I think, here. Like, I... I think you can make an argument for Napier depending on what happens with, you know, some of the injuries like McCollum and those guys at the beginning that we talked about. But I could see like a three or four person game stack of this game, you know, taking down a tournament too. So like a Wiggins, Morant, Napier stack where it's not taking up a ton of your cap. Um, it, it, this, this, this is, I just don't see a lot of defense being played in this game. If we knew – where the minutes were going to come from in this game. Like, it's just a game that screams a ton of fantasy production um, if if these teams were playing these guys' minutes. But can never really trust it. I think Wiggins, just in general for this game, is probably my favorite play from this game. Um, but he can easily have off nights too. So we'll have to see what happens. But, you know, I, I think Wiggins can have a big game here. Um, Sacramento at Phoenix, 226.5 total here. Phoenix favored by 4.5. It's a back-to-back for Sacramento. Um, it doesn't sound like Bagley's going to be back. Um, he's dealing with a foot injury still. Bogdanovich missed Monday's game uh, with an ankle injury plus feeling sick. So we'll have to see if he's back or not. And then on the Phoenix side, like I said, Kaminsky's out. Uh, let's start here. The Kings are playing as we're recording, and they're beating um, – Golden State by 26. So it, it sounds like these guys are not going to be um, too bad on a back-to-back here. <laughs> is there anything standing out to you for the Kings? Well, as we record this, Holmes is out with a bright soldier injury. There you go. So we have to monitor. So we have to monitor that to see whether or not he's in, because that's going to be a big deal. I know this is going to be a 9 p.m. game. But I'm hoping to get that news at least by five th- by the five thirty injury report, because if Holmes is out and Bagley is out, I mean essentially e- either they're gonna have to br- they're gonna have to like take off the rust of Dwayne Dedman, or they're gonna be running a lot of like 
like Bielitsa and Giles at the five. And if that's the case, I want all of them, right? Giles is 3,100. Bielitsa is 5,300 playing the four and the five. It probably puts Ariza, gives Ariza more minutes. Probably puts Barnes, gives all, all that front court stuff. It just opens up because home playing like 36 minutes. So it's going to open up everything. The only thing we'll have to know is whether or not they're going to brush off Deadman. And, uh, and then, then it's, I, I want all these people. I mean, I mean, then, then like, yeah, Fox and Heald, great. I mean, the backcourt, do what you want. They have ceilings. You could play them, no problem. The Suns are a good matchup. But, like, I, if I can play Bielitsa at 5,300, if he's going to play 34-plus minutes at both the four and the five, like, I, I'll eat that all up against, what, Aiton and Baines? Like, I have no problem against those, those guys. I mean, they're going to – see, the problem is, is that if Begley Holmes are out, like, the Suns have been playing Aiton at the four. So they're essentially playing similarly to, like, the Pacers. play. Like, they're playing two bigs. They could be down two bigs. So, like, they're going to be forced to play big. So, you, anyone that's going to play the four or five for the, for the Suns, if Helms is out, like, because if Holmes at 6,400, if you told me that he was healthy, like, like oh, he's perfectly fine. I want to play him at 6,400 against the Suns. So, like, <laughs> so if, if, if I would play Holmes at 6,400, no problem, even in cash at 6,400. Like I'm going to play whoever replaces him for even cheaper. Yeah, it'd probably be Bielitsa, like you mentioned. Um, Trevor Reza. Man, like, I was shocked by how many people played Trevor Reza against me in head-to-heads um, on DraftKings tonight. But I think a lot of it has to do with people switched off Thaddeus Young and Trevor Reza was $100 less. So I'm hoping that's at least what it was. Um, well, even Harry if they Giles. played that Young, they would have beat you. Apparently, he did well off the bench anyway. Yeah, he did do well. He did a lot better than Pascal, who I switched him up for. So, um, Harry Giles, if if Holmes is out, Harry Giles at thirty one hundred, like he's he's just going to be a guy that I end up playing a bunch here. So, just kind of have to see what the Holmes news looks like, and if anything else comes out of this game. Uh, anything standing out to you for Phoenix? I think all these guys have ceilings. I think that's the best way to put it. I think Booker is efficiently priced at 8,800, but I still think I'd rather play Lowry without Van Bleed or Lillard without McCollum than play Booker on a pretty much fully healthy Suns team. Uh, Eight is finally priced efficiently. He was 6,900 on DraftKings the last late, which was underpriced at 8,200. He's there. You could play him. Same for Kelly Oubre at 7,300, or Rubio at 7,100, or Aaron Baines at 5,000. I think all the Suns are efficiently priced, and any one of them could have a ceiling game. Break 50 points. Rubio could put up 50. Aiden could put up 55, 60. But, like, from a median perspective, they're efficiently priced. I, I'm not rushing out to, uh, to play any of these guys. But in GPP, if Holmes is out, that means I'm more inclined to play Kings players, which means on a six-game slate, my GPP lineups will most likely consist of two Kings and then one of these guys to correlate like kind of the game together. So really, my son's exposure is going to be really dependent on how many I'm playing if Holmes is ruled out. 
Yeah, I, I like that one. Um, you know, if you're if, if Holmes doesn't play, I, I like what you're saying here. You know, you can run it back with Aiton. Um, they're probably not going to match up at Aiton very well. Like he could have a monster game here. Booker always is a guy that had potential. Ubre Rubio. Just with Kaminsky out, does man Aaron Baines has been so disappointing this year. I just I can't even recommend him at this point. So. But with Kaminsky out, maybe he plays some extra minutes here. Um, moving on, we got the the Knicks and the Lakers, 220.5 total here. Lakers favored by 14 in this game. Um, Elf Page and DSJ are both questionable. Avery Bradley is questionable. Let's start here with the Knicks. 14-point um, dogs on the road. Any of these guys interest you? Uh, they would interest me if I knew the injury status of some of these people. But the likelihood of knowing that may be it may be game time decision. It may be we may not know this. But that's the only reason. Like if this team, if the Knicks were fully healthy at these prices, I want nothing to do with the the, the, the matchup against the Lakers on the road. So really it comes down to like if Marcus Morris isn't playing or Peyton isn't playing, then I could see about playing Randall or Barrett or uh, Frankie N or you know something like that. But like I I, I typically don't want to play players against the Lakers so like yeah sure any of these guys could hit a ceiling just randomly or something but they're priced accordingly uh, I know it's a Randall revenge game but he I mean he's played the Lakers before so I mean like I don't I don't think it's that big of a deal regardless uh, but if you played Randall for a seal I'm more inclined if I'm to play Knicks if I'm playing your LeBron for the I think this is the type of slate as it currently stands where AD and LeBron will go under-owned because if McCollum's out, like people are going to just play Lillard and Lowry and Drummond and those types of guys where this may be the lost game. So if you, if you want to, if you really want to take a shot, the Knicks keep it close and the Lakers defense just collapses or something, uh, you know, playing LeBron plus one or two of these got Knicks or AD or something like that. I think, I think, these guys are going to be single-digit owned, and AD and LeBron may come in sub-20% owned. Yeah, you really have to have this game stay close, though. <laughs> well, that's and, the point. Uh, well, that's but, – but you have to understand that that's why the ownership is going to be low because no one's really priced down. There's no, like, deals. Even if they weren't, weren't playing the Lakers, you'd look at the prices on the Knicks and go, okay, nothing stands out to me on top of it that just means ownership goes down so obviously when the ownership goes down you need less probable things like it's more profitable as the ownership goes down so like that's why like if you tell me you could get a, a randall at four percent i can't call you crazy for doing that even though it's a bad matchup if you tell me randall's 20 percent, i want nothing to do with him so really it comes down to that so on a slate where all these other guys are going to be popular and you could get like lebron and ad legitimately have 70-point ceiling in any matchup. So if you're going to play one of them to play 36 to 38 minutes, that means the game has to be close and one of these Knicks has to do something. <laughs> just, oh, man. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just <laughs> saying that that would be the outcome you build the lineup based on. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm – it's not saying I'm even doing it because I'm probably yeah, you got to tell a story with your lineup. We talk about you, it. It's yeah, a, we, we, 
it's a it's a it's a it's a it's one of the fairy tale stories but i mean it is a story <laughs> um yeah we're we're climbing to the top of the castle for sure um fighting all the dragons and um all that stuff all that jazz that my daughter watches on tv all the time so um yeah the only way i'm playing lakers like lebron and ad if i play a couple pieces in new york i'm game stacking this game I think Kyle Kuzma is interesting, but if this game gets out of hand, I think he's one guy that potentially sees less minutes. This could be a KCP game. I hate saying it. If Avery Bradley sits, this could be a KCP game. Somebody's going to have to play fourth quarter minutes. I'm playing the whole fourth quarter. Right. Well, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, this could be a Danny Green shoots like nine for 12. And I mean, it could be that. Uh, LeBron at 11-2 and Davis at 10-7. It's not anything. It's not like they're under 10K. So, like, to play these guys, you got to think they put up 60-plus points at least. That means that it's a close game. So, that's why playing one of these guys, you almost tell to play one of the Knicks. And it's just this game environment. I mean, this is – the Minnesota Memphis game, the Minnesota. I'd love to play people, but just picking between twenty-two. Who's going to be the one that goes off? This one, I know exactly who will go off. The you lagged there for a second. Hopefully, it's good, <laughs> and you got your point across. Um. Let's play the morning grind game and we'll get out of here. <laughs> um, sorry. I also got distracted. There's 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 sighting of draft cheat, um, you know, getting another, you know, boxing match set up without CJ this time. So um one it of won't happen. That- Never these boxing matches never happened. I, I know it's one of the it's, it's the bachelor happen. guy. So like it's it's funny to read. So um, all right, give me your favorite play under 5k to 7x here. Under 5k. I'm I'll I'll, I'll just go with the first one I see. I'll go with uh, uh Randy uh Rondy Hollis Jefferson. RHJ. I'm going to take um Osman here. Give me a guy over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? My bust will be... Am I allowed to say Cara? Can I, can I play the... Can I game the game No, again? you can't. I think that's unfair. Like that, no, I can't take a guy that... I, I mean, come on. Is he ever going to play again? No, I don't think so. Uh, uh, I'm going to... I'll go with... I'll go with Aiton. So I think he'll do well. I just don't think I, – I, I think it's quite possible he doesn't get 41 points. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take LeBron because he's going to play like nine second-half minutes in this game. So um, I'm going to take LeBron James, not to 5X. Um, favorite 6X play, who do you got? Uh, Seiko Dumbaya. Boy, the boy. Um, man, I even, I hate saying this, but I'm going to go Wiggins. <laughs> well, you've been at 6,900. Okay. That's, that's risky. 
Yeah, I really like the spot for him today. Um, your let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got? Oh, uh, let's see. I mean, oh, uh, because I mean, it could be someone from that Minnesota Memphis game. It could be that. But who would be who would be weird enough? I guess I always I my 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 standard for weird is I think much higher than most people, right? Because I'm usually do like under five percent right owned. Yeah, but sometimes I can't even tell. So sometimes I say it and I go, okay, maybe. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Anthony Simons. See, I think that's a good one. I think he'll be unless <laughs> unless McCollum gets ruled out. That's fine. Well, if McCollum um, doesn't get ruled out, that's a horrible choice. I shouldn't be taking him. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say KCP. <laughs> okay, so great. So uh, at least we're on equal standing ground. Of even if McCollum plays, Simons and KCP end up with the same score anyway. Yeah, that's probably right. Uh, game selection question: Give me a tournament or a cash game or something that's standing out to you today. Uh, the large field uh, Dra- DraftKings GPP is fifteen dollars. Uh, what I think it's a great. This is not really a contest selection. This is more like couples therapy. That it will be uh, probably very beneficial to your uh, to your marriage. As well as your your pocketbook, if you if you play what, I'm just going back to the same jokes. Uh, I gotta throw. I do one of these shows a week or whatever. All these jokes are gonna get old by the night, next morning grind. I gotta just like double down on it. <laughs> gotta get them all in at once, right? Right. I don't even think they were good jokes, but I just I, I got I got whatever I could think of with like wives playing DFS and multi lineups or whatever. I just I gotta throw it in. The fans All right. want it. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go over to Fanduel today. The ten dollar NBA dime single entry tournament over there. Again, if you're not playing a bunch of lineups, single entry tournaments are a great way to build your bankroll. Starting the lower dollar stuff, become like make a strategy, work on strategy. You can't play all chalk, but you could, you could, you could work on it. Um, pays 21 and a half percent of the field. Min cash is two X top 10, 35%, a little bit higher for the top 10 than I like, but I'd like the two X min cash. Somebody's going to turn $10 into $1,500 and somebody's going to turn $10 into a thousand dollars with first and second being really, really strong there. So like this tournament, make sure you're checking it out of, if you're playing over there on FanDuel, um, give me your favorite over under on the slate. A favorite over, uh, the Lakers now. Knicks, like, are the Knicks going to score 80 points this game? I don't know. I don't, is that the over? I mean, I don't even know what the over under in the game is. 220 right? and a half. I think that's really? Yep. That's the 220? Oh, I'll go under. Oh, I'm surprised. I thought it was going to be 210. So it's like, I was going to go under 210 in that game. So, yeah. So give me the under. Um, I don't have an over-under for Memphis and Minnesota yet, but whatever it opens at, I'll take the over. Um, if Memphis-Minnesota goes off, I'm going to win a tournament tonight. So, You know what's going to end up happening, Stevie? You know what's going to end up happening? Minnesota 87, Memphis 84, and then it's like Lakers 137, Knicks 124 in overtime or something. Yeah, I'm going to blow your Twitter up if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any final thoughts before you get out of here and go hang out with your wife while um, you make some lineups? 
No, 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 no. We're not making lineups. We're we're having quality time together. It's quality time together in front of lineup HQ. But I mean, it's the, it still counts. I mean, I think I think that still counts. My brownie points still count for that. All right, we're gonna get out of here. Hope everyone has an awesome Tuesday. We'll be back Wednesday talking some more hoops. Good luck in your contests, and we'll see you then.